This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Once again, Danville's VA Ileana Healthcare Medical Center using the week of Valentine's Day to provide a week-long commemoration for veterans. This national salute to service in mid-February goes back to 1978. The Danville VA Medical Center's Chief of the Center for Development and Civic Engagement, Jennifer Sheehan-Wells, gives us a look at some of the items scheduled for throughout this week. We are welcoming a few guests to pass out Valentines. Those Valentines were created by local school-aged children. We are bringing in Grossburgers as a special lunch that's provided by the Marine Corps League. And we are taking a group of our veterans to the Fisher Theater for a special movie showing. Meanwhile, just a couple weeks ago, the VA Ileana Healthcare Medical Center kicked off their one-year celebration of its 125th year, having served our veterans since 1898. Jennifer Sheehan-Wells says it's only just begun with something happening every month. Our community engagement service is taking on that task. So there's going to be an event um, of some sort, some level throughout the year. Um, Some are going to be bigger than others, and and hopefully we'll have some bigger news to share later down the road about uh, some other activities. The 125th birthday kicked off with a big cupcake event for veterans and staff a couple weeks ago. A special program that operates in Danville District 118, the It Takes a Village Mentorship, is stopping by for a meeting at Mead Park Elementary tomorrow morning, and they will have some special visitors. Pastor Lestan Hoskins runs the non-for-profit with his wife Jennifer, and they'll be bringing in some special guests from the University of Illinois football team. Julian Pearl went to Denver High School, uh, Caleb Griffin, who went to Denver High School as well, and some other football players, uh, they're coming to Danville to meet Park and to talk to all of our mentees about making good decisions, uh, letting them know that, hey, achieving your dreams is possible if you do the things that you're supposed to do. The It Takes a Village mentorship operates in five schools altogether with Mark Denman, Edison, Liberty, and Southview joining Mead Park on the list. All five schools will have representatives at the program. Pastor Lestan Hoskins says for the age group they reach out to, third, fourth, and fifth graders, this is a good time for this program. They may be sports-minded, yes, but it's also a matter of being success-minded. And anything's possible. And even if they don't make it, they can go to college and still get a degree or they can help out in other ways. So I think this is just one avenue that we can impact our students in our school district. Pastor Hoskins says he and his wife owe a lot to volunteer mentors that assist with the It Takes a Village mentorship. Tomorrow morning's program at Mead Park set for 1030. Well, two years after the implementation of a price transparency law, A new analysis finds only about a quarter of hospitals nationwide are complying. The group Patient Rights Advocate has released its fourth annual price transparency report detailing the results of an analysis of the websites of 2,000 hospitals nationwide. Cynthia Fisher is the founder of Patient Rights Advocate. They know the dollars and cents that they do charge. All they're supposed to do by law is to allow all of us and employers and unions throughout 
Illinois that purchase insurance coverage to be able to see these prices. Now, Fisher's group found that 37 percent of hospitals in Illinois were fully complying with the law. Some of the ones complying, not all, but some include the Advocate Hospital System, Northwestern Hospital, Springfield Memorial Hospital, and the U of I Medical Center. Well, U.S. Senators Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth again have introduced legislation to designate the site of the 1908 race riot in Springfield as a national monument. Now, they did introduce this measure before, once in 2019, once in 2021. In 1908, a mob of white residents murdered at least six African-American citizens and burned black-owned homes and businesses the NAACP formed in the aftermath. And a survey up in Chicago by a certain group says, according to what they see, 52% want the Bears to stay put and don't want them to move to Arlington Heights. From the Vermilion County First.com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.